I'm Katie. And I'm Kenna. And, and we're Neighborhood Nurses. Welcome back everyone. Happy Women's Health Wednesday. I hope everyone is having a beautiful day and you're all just glowing and happy and we're closer to spring and summer. So that typically makes everyone happy. Hooray. Hooray. I'm so excited for spring. I'm too. This weather, I feel like the sun has been out. I know. A little bit warmer than it was with the zero degrees walking to your car. Yeah. So <laughs> there's some hope in the air. So I hope you're all feeling that. We are just going to hop right into our Keeping Up With K&K this week. So on our Instagram, we posted which K&K was called Smurf because she was born blue. We had an option for neither on there. And that was the answer. It was neither of us. It was neither of us. Y'all did a good job. Not a lot of people guessed that. Only 15% <laughs> of you did. No, because they're probably like, what? why are we doing... Yeah, neither. Neither. We bamboozled you. Yes. Consider yourself bamboozled. Yes, but the reason is, is because we are switching things up this week. We have a fun guest speaker. My sister, Jordan, is going to be talking with us um, about her own personal experience with a women's health topic that we haven't gone over yet. So we are so excited to kind of branch out with our little trio and yeah, I hope you guys love it. Yeah, so Miss Jordan is here with us right now. Hello. She's so excited she's here. She's so, so cute. excited. So yeah, Jordan was our K&K of the week. Even though she is not part of the K&K, we thought it would be funny to spice it up. An so, honorary mention. Yes, yes, our honorary mention. So why? Well, obviously you were blue when you came out. Yes. So they called you Smurf. Yep, so... Apparently, they, my mom, it was her first time, I'm the third child, so it was the first time my mom was having her baby somewhere else. And so she was having her baby, the doctors didn't trust her when they said that she was in labor, so they sent her home, gave her a sleeping pill, and they said, if you're in true labor, you'll come back. (laughs) Shake my head. Yeah, if you're in true labor, you'll be back. (laughs) So, of course, my mom comes back, is crowning in the car. I come out and the sleeping pill, it wasn't enough time for the sleeping pill to go through me and oh, her. No. So I was not breathing. I was blue. I was, yeah. So they called oh. me Smurf, but I actually don't go by Smurf. I go by Murphy. A lot of my dad especially calls me mm-hmm. Murphy, but my brother couldn't say Smurf. So he called me Murph. That's cute. So yeah, now my nickname is Murphy. Yeah. Not cute. Yes. You came so out blue, cute. but yeah, cute I know. Yeah, but now. that is like the story. Of, yes. of Smurf. I know. I always think, I'm like, why the crap did they give her a sleeping pill? And yeah. she's like, if she is in labor, like that. <laughs> that sounds like a fat Coming lawsuit. From the, yeah. yeah. If they were able to wake right? up, I'm like, that yeah. was a fat lawsuit. Yeah. I wonder for Apegar, Apgar? Apgar. Mm-hmm. They were just yeah, absolutely like, zero. They should have sued. I know. Yeah, seriously. Like, yeah. They anyway, could have. Can they bad. still? How old are you? 20, 31. 31. No. Maybe if you're 18. Maybe if you're 18. Yeah. You can. 18 years later, you can't. I think it's 21, actually, for They're like, something's wrong with her. It's been 31 years, but like, can we get this checked out? She doesn't like physical touch. (laughs) Something's wrong with her. She doesn't like physical touch. I'm a little slow. I have really bad ADD. (laughs) That's why. That's why. Curse it. Yep. Looking at you and Kenna, you guys are seriously twins. That's so funny. We get that so much. And I think, especially like, as we get older, like, more and more people think we look more alike. Yeah, as I've, like, grown into my face more. Yeah. But we have, like, long, both, like, this, or we have the same hair girl. We've yeah. always basically had the same hair girl. Yeah. And it's long. But our whole family, everybody says our whole family looks the yeah. same. Yeah, so. there's, like, a mold just, for yeah. the girls and a mold for the boys. You yep. both look so much like your mom. Yeah. yeah. It's just crazy. That's so funny. And I think like you don't look like you, I think like you look like your mom. A little bit. I feel like I'm a good hybrid. A little bit of a good hybrid. A good hybrid. Like I, I've heard that I have more of my dad's features, like his nose, and ears, and like face shape. And okay. I, so I feel like the main presenting features of me are my dad's, which is funny because you never like being a girl, you never want to be like, oh, you look just like your dad. <laughs> I'm like, great, I'm a sixty year old bald man. Thank you very much. Just kidding. He's a handsome guy, but I mean, shout out Papa D. Shout out Papa D. 
Italian blood runs thick, I guess. Oh, that is hilarious. Uh, but yeah, I am definitely, I have my mom's coloring, but my dad's more of his like physical features. But you guys literally look the exact same to your mom, which is so cool. That is so cute. Yeah. Well, thank you. Girl power. Yes, Girl power. we love it. Well, I guess we'll go over our highlights this week with all of us. That'll be fun. Yeah. We'll start off with Jordan. What did you do this week? A highlight. What's a good oh. highlight this week? <laughs> You know, I'm a mom, so my routine looks pretty much the same every day. And so I just, I have work and I get my girls to school and my girls actually got sick this week, which was a bummer. So I feel like we kind of just had, yeah, a low key week and weekend. Mm-hmm. What know. do you do for work? Do you want to tell everybody? Yeah, I am an esthetician. And so I do mostly eyelash extensions, waxing, a little bit of skin and yeah, all things beauty. All things yep. We yeah. actually share our location with my sister. Yes. So she does the brows, the eyelashes, and we do the Botox. Yep. So a little bit of everything. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. It's fun sharing our suite. It's so yeah. cute. And it's it like the per- it's like the yeah. perfect size. And yeah, it yeah. is. It's really good great. location. Yeah. What were your girls sick with? Well, they had strep a couple weeks ago, which was so unfortunate. But then they got an ear infection. No. And so we have to take them in to see an ENT just to make sure. And I was like, oh, yeah. they're going to need tubes or something because they yeah. have gotten so many ear They've infections. had a lot of oh, ear sad. infections this season. And they did it when they were babies, so I was actually really surprised when they okay. kept getting reoccurring ear infections. But when one of my girls got sh- sh- strep a couple weeks ago, I noticed her tonsils, and they were huge. So I'm thinking maybe she needs her tonsils mm. out. Because yeah. do they do tubes? I don't even know how that works. They like do do tubes, yeah. I, I guess that's probably something I'll just figure out when I yeah. go to my consul- consultation with the ENTs. Yeah. He'll probably tell me what they need. But right. And she called them, and it was like a six-week wait. But our yeah. dad works in a surgery center, and the manager called us. And yeah. was like, we can get you in with next an ENT week. next yeah. week. Oh, that's so, so nice. I'm like, oh, we love knowing people oh, in the medical yeah. field. It's yeah, so, so, so nice. nice. Just for the connections, just to get your foot in the door. Absolutely. And even like on the weekends, this has actually happened more times than you would think. But on the weekends, when you can't get into your pediatrician, you're like, you just call your dad up. Hey, I need an antibiotic. (laughs) Can you hook me up? Yeah. And honestly, it's super nice. Yeah. Oh, that is It's worked out for us a lot. Yeah. If they do need their tonsils out, I've heard it's better for them to get it out sooner than later. Mm -hmm. Like recovery time's really great. They won't be, they won't remember it as well. Yeah. Well, I told my daughter that she'd be eating a lot of ice cream, and she, <laughs> she was, was all for it. For it. So <laughs> right. I'm like, she, she doesn't realize the other parts of getting her tonsils out, but she heard ice cream, and she was like, I can do that. <laughs> You're like, okay, deal. Yeah. Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> and you have twin girls. Twins, yes. They're four. They're four. What are their names? Yep. Warner and Oakley, and cute. they are so cute, and they're just little blonde girls. They look just yes. like the mold of all of us. <laughs> yes, they are. Yep. Blonde little girls, and they are so fun. And a lot of people ask, like, how do you tell them apart? And I feel like yeah. anyone who knows twins, you can tell. Like, if you're close with them, I feel like you can usually tell. There's something about their face yeah. that's just different. And it's funny because Warner has started to tell people, me and my sister don't look alike. And I'm like, oh, how come? She's like, my face is a little bit rounder, and Oakley's <laughs> eyes are a little bit closer together. Oh, that's so funny. she's like, caught on to what I tell people. Oh, wow. So she's like, we don't look the same. <laughs> so like, it's really identical, funny. But yeah. Not. yeah. So she's like, we don't look the same. Oh, yeah. And she, they totally caught this on last to that. Week, they kept coming up to me, mommy, mommy, and then looking at me, and then just like, oh, getting shy. Oh, and I'm so like, cute. it's okay. Like, we look alike. And they're like, hmm. Yeah, like, like, but not like me and Oakley look alike. Like embarrassed. We're not. You're not twins though, like us. Yeah, almost. You guys practically could be. Yep. Hello, they're so cute. I love when you match them together, but then with you. When we had our Botox party. Oh yeah. You were matching them. (laughs) I totally was. It was so. I like swore when I was pregnant I would never dress them the same, and then they were born, and I'm like. No, how do you not like? No, I and I like. I would get so OCD if one like spit up on something. I would have to change both of them because I was like, you have to be in the same thing. Yeah, and you've let go of that a little bit. Yeah, I have. Well, now now that they're older, they kind of just they want to choose their own outfits, and you know, it's not a fight. You want to fight? You're just like fine. Today we went to the mall, and one of them wore an Elsa dress. No, she didn't. Over her clothes because, oh. or she wore it under under her clothes, and I was like, well, whatever. Gotta do what you gotta do. Yep, I Think don't have battles. I don't have the energy to like 
put up a fight, so I'm just going to let you wear whatever you want. That's so funny. Yep. So, do you do, like, a pink and purple sister? Like, did you guys ever no. do pink and purple sisters? Were one of you pink and purple? Or no, we, both, we both were pink. pink. Yes. <laughs> Have you seen those trends where you can kind of tell people's personality based off which color yes. sister they yes. were? Like, pink or purple? I don't know, but you both yeah. are pink. Like, with yeah. your personalities, you for sure. Both pink. And there's a seven-year gap. And oh, so, I feel like... Too. We both got our own time in the light yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. But we did share a lot of stuff, surprisingly. Like, once I got yeah. in high school, I was able to yeah. share things with you. It's true. But we never were, like, competing because Mm-mm. we were, like, just enough apart that there was never that competition. Yeah. That's kind of nice. But yeah. now you so both nice. are so close once yeah. you're in the same now phase Now we're, of like, life. in the yeah. same phase of life and we're super close. Yeah, so that's cool. It's and crazy. you're basically neighbors. Like, you live, yeah. like, five yeah. minutes away. Yeah best thing ever that's so cool yeah. so bad. <laughs> a belton best friend yeah kind of what highlights do you have from this week um i went and got my oil change that's not really a highlight but i came home and i told my husband i'm always so humbled doing things like those that because you feel I, so proud of yourself it's yes. like one of those errands that you're just like oh wow i feel so proud of yes myself. but then yes. i'm also like i know nothing and i literally show up it's like going to Lowe's or anything where I'm like, I don't know what I'm looking for. Just tell me what to do. Yeah. Going right. to the bank. Like all oh, of those things. I'm like, what am I doing? Just this. I need you to fix it and just tell me how. Oh, you guys, so, Kenna and I went to the bank the other day. Oh, it was uh, so much work. I so don't, much work. And we didn't even get. We didn't even get any resolution. No. We went to open up a joint bank account for our business because obviously it makes a lot of sense if we're getting paid and we're splitting the yeah. profits and. Anyway, we're equal partners, and so we're just trying to keep it as equal as possible. But then, you basically have to sign away an arm and a leg just to open a bank account together. So yeah, and we really. we didn't yes. end up doing it because we, we didn't have all the it. things for it, and so we're like, okay, yeah, next time. Yeah, and they tell you to open up an LLC. You also have to go through more hoops after that, and we yeah. didn't jump through those hoops before the bank, so they turned us away. Yeah. So and I still haven't done it. Maybe next week. Oh, next yeah. week's our week. Try again. Yeah, yeah try again. <laughs> next week. What else did I do? I feel like I was so busy with work and running errands. I'm hosting the Super Bowl tomorrow. Oh. Which I'm so excited. We deep cleaned our house today. It smells so good. All the smells are going. But we don't really host people over here very often, so I'm excited. It'll yeah. be fun. Your yeah. eyebrows look good. Your eyelashes. Jordan Thank did you. those this week. Yes. Ask my esthetician. She knows the best. Yep. She's right here. Yep. <laughs> I don't know. I just do what I do. I know. Well, you've been doing it for like 10 years. That's yeah. why. Yep. I feel Probably like... longer than that now. Yeah. Which is crazy because I didn't even years. know what an esthetician was when you were going to school. Me neither. <laughs> it was like... I feel like it was fairly new when I went to school. It was. And then yeah. like the past like five years. It just I blew up. Like a lot of people. Mm-hmm. You got in in a good time. Yeah. And I feel like skin is like a lot of people are focusing yeah. a lot on skin now. And just right. like. Instead of just waxing and eyelashes. Yeah. It's yeah. like a lot of people are focusing on youthful skin and facials right. and things like that. And I don't. Even when I first got out of school, I didn't do a lot of facials. But now like girls coming out of school, that's all they do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they want to just do facials and... Hey. I know. Whatever like, makes the moolah. I'm yeah. like, bring on the seriously, business. Seriously, seriously. Right? Yeah. That's cool. Well, what'd you do this week? Or highlight? Oh, my highlight? Brooks and I celebrated Valentine's Day early. Okay, yeah. Valentine's Day's on a Tuesday this year, which is a bummer. I don't know who allowed it to be on a Thumbs weekday. down. Thumbs down. But we went up... To the Little America in Salt Lake, and then he made reservations. We went out to dinner, and then we woke up and went to a cute little brunch spot. Cute. And then came back that down. Yeah, fun. so it's good. He's a hopeless romantic, so worry about it. Yeah, sweetie he did good. boy. Good <laughs> job, Brooks. <laughs> so fun. I feel like Valentine's is one of those days. It's either like you love celebrating it or like you hate it. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Right. A lot of people hate on it, but I'm like. Yeah. Sometimes I don't care if we do, like, something super extravagant, but, like, it's celebrating love. Like, that's so cute. I think... You go ahead. I think, too, we focus so much on just, like, celebrating women on Valentine's Day. Mm -hmm. I think we need to make, like, focus on, like, love in your family and your, Mm -hmm. like, spouse. Mm -hmm. It's always like, oh, my husband needs to get me flowers, but, like, what are you doing Mm -hmm. for them? Mm -hmm. Right. You know? I love that mentality. Yeah. Yeah. It's a two-way street, and it should be. I feel like, for me, I'm going to... 
for, for Valentine's Day, more focus on like my family and make making that's a tradition cute. with like my kids included because I'm like that's really it's not cute. just about like so you and your spouse right right more just like celebrating love so I we're gonna that. start a tradition with so our girls cute. yeah that's really cute but you, you're not in a relationship you know finding other people you could love like your family yeah. Yeah. your girls there's Friends, a lot of love to yeah. go around galentine, galentine that is a thing now so <laughs> I know I'm shocked like everyone has a galentine's party yeah lots of friends Love it. <laughs> it's cute. All about the love. Okay, well, should we jump into our topic? Yeah. Okay. So today we'll be going over IVF. Jordan has a lot of experience with that because she's gone through it herself. So we're going to be asking her firsthand some questions. We'll just kind of go as we go. Um, but anyway, Jordan. Do you want to tell us a little bit about your experience with IVF? Yeah, so we have done IVF. Obviously, we have twins, so we got our twins through IVF. And it was not an easy path to get there. We had to do a lot of treatments and other things before we started IVF. So what do you guys want to know? Well, okay, first off, how did you figure out you needed fertility help? So I feel like I was very fortunate because when me and my husband got married... Um, we realized he had some health problems regarding his hormones. And so he got in right away to see our doctor and they did some tests and he had very low testosterone, which resulted in having a low, low sperm count. And so we knew right away we would need some kind of intervention, Okay. which was a blessing because, you know, there's some couples out there who try for years and years and years. And I don't want to say they waste that time, but that's a lot of time passed. Mm-hmm. And then they have to start fertility treatments, mm-hmm. you know? So we, when we decided we were ready, we just got right into our fertility That's treatments, smart. which was nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How did he know that he, you know, had some hormonal imbalances? Um, he just had a really low sex drive when we got married. And I think that was like a huge red flag, right? You're just right. married. Mm-hmm. You're like, okay, wh- why am I not wanting this? Like I thought I should... And so we were like, okay, let's get your hormones checked. And that's when we realized he had a really low, almost like non-existent yeah, testosterone. Yeah, probably mood swings too. Yeah. Mm. He was, yeah, moody and tired and just kind of all those things. Yeah. You don't realize like how much hormones like come into play when it, really everything. Yeah. Yeah. Your, your hormones. And I also feel like, just especially in our culture, because we're LDS, like we're not living with them. And yeah, you're spending a ton of time with your like boyfriend or fiance. But if I can get married, it's like you see them 24-7 in every situ- situation. Mm-hmm. So you probably are able to tell, oh, mm-hmm. something right. goes it, off. It was like a light switch. It was, yeah. it was weird. So I was like, hmm, yeah. So did you identify it kind of in that engagement period or was it after you Literally got Literally on our after, honey- yeah. honeymoon. Really? Yeah. Okay, interesting. Yeah. But yeah. I was like, hmm, something yeah. seems off. Yeah. Okay. So. Did you present that advice to him and say, maybe we should get your hormones checked? Or did he kind of come about that on his own? You know, thinking back, actually, I think he got a um, physical before we got married. I think you're supposed to do that before you, like, get married. And I think the doctor had mentioned something about his testicles. And so I okay. think that was the very first thing. And then when he had a low sex drive, I think it was with those two things. We were like, okay, let's just get it checked and see what's going on. Mm-hmm, totally. And he was pretty open about it too. Yeah. Like, I don't... My husband is not, he's not a private person. So he's like, sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's not, he, he totally was down for it. So, which I'm glad because then he could start on hormone treatments and he started feeling a lot better. Okay, that's awesome. Yeah. How many hormone treatments did he have to do before you started talking about IVF? Does that make sense yeah. to kind of get him ready for that process? Um, he went on Clomid, which is weird because Clomid is actually a women's drug, but it helps them. Testosterone actually suppresses your, um, I don't know, it kind of like, if you're taking testosterone supplements it kind of tells your testicles to stop working. And so they don't like to put men who are trying to, you know, to conceive on testosterone because it's potentially harming. Right. And so they Mm -hmm. put you on Clomid because it, it tells your testicles to produce more. So he went on that first and then eventually he went on testosterone. Okay. So, cause I don't think the Clomid was providing enough hormones supplement for him. Gotcha. Because I know for Clomid, typically it's cycle day three through seven mm-hmm. to stimulate ovulation production in women mm-hmm. when they're trying to conceive. 
So for men, when they don't have a period, when was it in his, I don't even want to say I think cycle. it's just constant. Just con- yeah, constantly. Yeah, I think it's, it's just constant okay. because now he takes testosterone and he has to inject himself every other day in okay. order to keep his levels high. Because okay. they say men's testosterone should be anywhere. I think it's like, I don't even, I don't even, I'm going to mess this up, but it's probably like 300 mm-hmm. to 1,000. Mm-hmm. Like that is, it's a big range, but I think he was like in the 30s. Wow. So since we knew right away that we would need help, we just went right into IUIs. And if you don't know what an IUI is, it's an artificial insemination. And so it's kind of right after timed intercourse where they take the sperm and they put it right into your uterus in hopes it's a shorter distance for the sperm to meet the egg. Mm -hmm. So it's just... I think they put it in like a little catheter tube. Yeah. Put it up in your vagina. Yep. Yeah, and it swims. Yep. But it's shorter. Yep. I think you're right. Yep. So we did that, I think, seven times, and it didn't work. So then Jeez. after that is when we moved on to IVF. Seven times. Is that yeah. typically the cap? Do you know? I was actually surprised because when I hear people, they say after three times, they kind of know yeah. that it's not going to be successful. So I'm not really sure why we did so many times. Yeah. That sounds really extensive. Yeah. It's it's also a lot a lot cheaper than IVF. So maybe mm. we just were hoping that maybe yeah. it would work so we wouldn't have to pay the money to do IVF. But if I this think, isn't too personal of a question, how much was it per IUI treatment? I can't remember. And I think every like fertility clinic is different, but it, from the top of my head, I want to say like 500 to a thousand okay. for an IUI. And sometimes with IUIs, they'll medicate you and put you on Femera or Clomid or something like that. And they can do a trigger shot, which releases your eggs. And so that you can also do with IUI. And it's probably a little bit more to add the medications, but. Okay. That's my ballpark guess. I'm not sure. So is that every single month you would just do the IUIs mm-hmm. when you were ovulating? Yeah. So we would do it every and month. And how did you check your ovulation? I think, um, I can't remember if I use an ovulation checker or if I went in and got blood work done. Okay. So if they were to do the blood work, it would be on cycle day 21, most mm-hmm. likely, because that's when your progesterone level is the most readable, if you yeah. will, to check and see if you did the ovulate. Peak. Yeah. The peak of it. But So I think they just like check. I think you go in a couple of times and they check like your follicles that are growing, making sure that they're a good size, that your hormones are in check in order for everything to line up to inject the sperm. Did you have to get an ultrasound every month as well? I think so, yeah. Because you have to see that yeah, that's, through your follicles. Yeah, so they go up through the vagina to do the ultrasound to see those follicles growing, which is the eggs, but the follicle is like the sac the egg is in. Is that a transvaginal yeah. ultrasound? Mm-hmm. Yeah, most, most every um, fertility clinic or fertility specialist will do transvaginal ultrasound. I think that's pretty much the only way you can see yeah that in depth so then you did the nine or sorry seven IUIs seven IUIs and then work yeah so then then we moved on to IVF yep and that they just you start by doing an egg retrieval so you go on a bunch of different hormones to stimulate your eggs in bulk and in size so they'll hopefully you'll get you know anywhere from 10 to 20 follicles growing and they give you different hormones to get multiple and to grow them. Mm-hmm. And then eventually you'll go on something to make your body not release them. And that's when you start kind of feeling a little bit like bloated because you're, all those follicles are getting so yeah. big and none of them are getting and released. And all these hormones that you're giving yourself, is that oral or is that... So those are all injections. injections. Yes. Those are all injections in the stomach and some of them burn. Some of them do not feel good. But the needle, the ones you do, at least in your stomach, the needle is pretty small and they're not mm-hmm. terrible shots. Like insulin syringes? Yeah, they're they're really small. So I never really had a hard time doing the shots in the stomach. It's when and you start doing progesterone. What day of like your cycle do you start the shots and do you do them every day? Yep. So I don't know what part of your cycle it would be. They put you on birth control so they can kind of control your cycle. Okay. And so they'll put you on birth control. And then I think when they have it all timed out that they have a certain start date and then 
you can be on your injections anywhere, I think from eight to 12 days, just depending on how those follicles are developing. And my last one, I think I was on it, on them for about 12 days before I did a trigger shot and then went in for surgery to have them all taken out. When you were doing the injections, were you doing them or did your husband help or? My very first time doing IVF before I had my twins, I think he helped me with the first one and that was it. (laughs) I don't know why. I just like, even, yeah, I feel like I liked it better when I knew when it was coming. Okay. Some people like when their spouses do it for them, but I prefer doing it myself. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have any advice for individuals who may be doing it for themselves? Did you count down? You know, I don't know. Some tips and tricks. Some people don't like needles. Yeah. I don't really have a problem with needles, so it never like scared me or anything like that. I just kind of went for it. <laughs> yeah. That, that is my best advice. Just go for it. Just do not th- Yeah. Don't think done. about it. Just, just do it. Then it, then it's done quicker. It's a small needle. Yeah. So yeah, then you go in and you have the egg retrieval where they go and take a bunch of your eggs and they turn them into embryos. So yeah. Let's take a second to talk about Mixers. Mixers is an all natural drink mix supplement made by women for women to support your unique health and happiness. They have carefully and lovingly crafted each product to support you in all stages of your life, providing you with optimal health you deserve. Not to mention, they taste so dang good. They offer a variety of different supplements, including Her Time for hormone balance, Her Greens for your daily greens, Her Nightly, and Her Baby, which obviously I am on board for being an OBGYN nurse, my favorite product. There are so many other great options on their website that everyone should go look into. If you are new to Mixers and want to choose a product that is right for you, you can take a quiz on Mixers.com to get matched with products that are handpicked for your specific needs. Use code K&K10 at checkout for 10% off. Again, that is K-A-N-D-K, the number 10, for 10% off your next Mixers order. Hope y'all love it. Okay, so then tell me about your first transfer with IVF. Did it work? Okay, so my first, I'll talk about my first egg retrieval. I got 13 eggs is what they retrieved. And it's interesting because you would think you would get 13, but they have to inject the egg with the sperm and see which one's fertilized. And usually, you know, it can be two that fertilize or it could be all of them and they put these in a little dish yep and they let them sit yep and grow yep they let those cells multiply and after five days those are the eggs that will be viable or the embryos that Mm -hmm. will be viable and so I had 13 and then by day five or six I had four so I had four embryos make it to the final stages of it and so our first round of IVF we did um a natural round, which means you just go straight into it after your egg retrieval. And so I personally think it didn't work because my body wasn't healed from mm-hmm. my egg retrieval because that round didn't work. Um, and then our second round, we decided to transfer two embryos. Okay. And I think I just wanted to do that because the first time didn't work. I hadn't been pregnant yet. I, I didn't mind if I was going to get twins. Yeah. It was kind of just... I was going to be blessed whatever I had. Mm-hmm. You know, I was totally. ex- I was like, if I have one, great. It'll be a healthy pregnancy. If I get two and I can never have any more kids, at least I'll have each other. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. I love that mentality. Yep, so we did our transfer and, you know, you wait 10 days and then you go in for um, blood work and they will test your HCG levels and kind of see where you're at. They say anything over 100 is a viable pregnancy. So I went in and I had it done and I was kind of just waiting for them to call me back. And I was like, okay, if anything is over a hundred, like I'm pregnant. And they called me and they said, well, you're pregnant. Your levels are about 850. (laughs) Shoot. And I was like, like, hey, they're up there. (laughs) Okay. So is that twins? And they're like, we don't like to speculate because some people just have really high levels. And I was like, Mm -hmm. okay. And this whole time I'm thinking, there's, there's twins. Two. There's mm-hmm. twins. There's twins. The whole yeah. family knew. Like, we, there are two. And people always told me, I'm a very calm person. People are always like, you would be the best twin mom. Like, you could handle it because you're just like... Yeah, it's true. You could do it. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> so then I think about five weeks is when you go in for your... And that is not... Like, 
when you find out you're pregnant, you're already four weeks along, right? Right. So a week later, I went in for an ultrasound, and it was so early. They they couldn't see anything. They were like, okay, yep, you have a sac. It's developing. You're pregnant. That's great. And I was like, okay, well, am I having twins? And they're like, no, there's just one sac. What? Oh, And no. I was like, okay. That is actually, I was like really surprised to hear that because I was like, this whole time I'm thinking, I'm like, my levels were so high. I have to be having twins. But they're like, nope, there's just one sack. We still thought there's two. Yeah. One's just hiding. <laughs> yep. So then we left and my husband, he was like, there's twins. And I was like, well, there's only one sack. He's like, there's twins. And I'm like, okay. everybody just knew. Yeah. So yeah. Cool. Everybody knew. So I went back a few weeks later to do my second ultrasound. And she was like, sure enough. She was like, well, one of your embryos survived and it split. Oh, and so wow. that is how I got identical twins. And I'm like, thank goodness the other one didn't stick because I could have triplets. Yeah. But Can you imagine? Yeah. Be crazy. But yeah. my husband was like, I told you, I knew it. There was twins. But yeah, it split. And I think it's more common in IVF for that to happen, but still not that common. Yeah. Because Versus like both of them yes. sticking. Well, because obviously with IVF, it's common to have twins because you're putting in two embryos. Mm-hmm which already is increasing the likelihood, but identical is not genetic or anything. Yeah. That is just straight by chance, like mutation of the cells. Mm-hmm. So that's really, cool. there was meant yeah. to be two because yeah. one didn't take, they're like, all right, we're splitting. Yep. We're getting two little spirits. Yep. Here. And then my husband was like, yep, I know. I knew there's twins and they're girls. Like he knew from the beginning that they're twin girls and he was right. Yeah. And they kind of just came into our lives and, they were, we called them our little sunshine babies because they just brought a lot of sunshine during a dark, dark time. IVF is not easy. It's, it's really, really hard emotionally and it's hard on your relationship because, you know, the, the hormones for one, you know, mm-hmm. they alter your personality. So it's like, right. And then I think just the trauma of it not working and then getting excited and it not working and then like doing it again and being so excited and then it not working and then getting so excited. So it's just really this roller coaster. Yeah. And so, so yeah. So they were just our little sunshine babies and they came out smiling. They were so happy They're to be so here. Cute. Their spirits were just so bright. Okay, wait. And then your pregnancy yes. was so easy. I had the easiest pregnancy a dream twin pregnancy. I was, I wasn't sick. I, I didn't get very big. Um, yeah. You had them at 35. They were born at 35 weeks. Which is, um, is it vaginal or term. I had them vaginally. She didn't even okay. feel it. What? Yeah. Did you have an epidural? <laughs> yeah, I did. Oh, yeah. But they literally fell out. 35 weeks, right? Is term, right? 35 yeah. 35. Term I think 30, 37 weeks is full term, but I think they consider it would be like, yeah, it'd be like, like a singleton being 38 weeks, right? Yes. I think it's viable at like, yeah, 35 weeks, but they're four yeah. pounds. Yep. So I actually didn't even, I was not even ready for them to come. I, ha- I had told myself I was going to have my hospital bag packed at 30 weeks, you know, and 30 weeks came and <laughs> I didn't pack it. <laughs> 31 weeks came, didn't pack. And I went to my appointment the day before I had the girls and I was like, can I schedule my induction? And the doctor was like, no. And I was like, ugh, like I had this date in mind and he was like, we're just going to keep them growing because they're healthy. And I was like, okay, fine. So then the next day, my in-laws, they don't live in Utah. So they came into town and they're huge football fans. So they came in for a football game. And my father-in-law was like, as long as you don't have the babies today, we're good. (laughs) And oh. I was like, trust me, they're not coming today. I, th- I think they heard them because my water broke that day. During the game? No, right, right before. before. So I think the game was at 7. My water broke mm-hmm. about 3 o'clock. Wow. And I had them at 10 o'clock. Yeah. yeah. Fast labor, pushed. Yeah. They, Two for, children. Yeah. yeah. And with yeah. twins, they take you into the OR just because they're high risk. I know, which I was sad about because... And the family couldn't be there. My mom and my sister couldn't be there. But it's also, you know, fun just having your spouse there. Yeah. It kind like of feels... Yeah. Um, kind yeah. of feels like this... I always say, like, if you've watched Grey's Anatomy, there's, like, so many moments on the show where there's, like, chaos happening, but, it, like, to the person, it's just silence. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's kind of, like, what it felt like. It felt like so much was going on, but, like, to me, it was just, like white like no noise just like this really cool like quiet moment 
So, so cool. And half so of us special. were at the football game because yeah. we couldn't miss it. Yep. Oh, so they walked, they walked, they couldn't miss yeah. the BYU football game. They so. walked over at halftime. Yeah. And I had just had the girls. And we knew we couldn't be there for the delivery. So yeah. I was like, okay, we'll come we'll over. See them after. Yeah. Cute. Yep. So I had them. One was born at 10, 13, and the other one was at 10, 20, and they weighed four pounds, 13 ounces, and four pounds, seven ounces. And the miracle is, is they didn't have any NICU time. Really? Yep. Yeah. How did this happen? <laughs> I'm like, this story yeah. is miraculous. They they sent me home with those babies, and I was like, are you sure? Their skin is translucent. I literally can see their veins. <laughs> yeah. I don't feel comfortable. They were like, so little. Good. Yeah. Wow. No, I just always say, I'm like, I it was hell getting them here, so I just had to have a little bit of, you know. A little bit of peace. Yeah. Yeah. So I had an easy pregnancy, easy delivery and recovery. So that was so my crazy. my blessing in the hardship. As far as your hormones and emotions going through all of it, I know you said it was your husband who kind of had the problems. So emotionally, how was that on you? Because I feel a lot of women who have to go through IVF, they're the ones who are having the problem. So how mm-hmm. did that impact your relationship? How did that impact your view on it? If you kind of want to go into um, that a little bit. It's hard because it's like you don't want to place blame, blame on anyone. It's kind of something you're doing together. So it's like it's not you. It's, you know, this is how we have to do it. And I think more for me, the emotional part came like after like now thinking about doing IVF again or like when I started trying to do it again last year, I feel like that's when the emotions came back to me and I felt more of the trauma. Really? It wasn't when I was in it the first time. I was just so excited to be doing it. But then when I came back thinking about doing it again is when it kind of hit me and I'm like, I don't know if I can do this. Like, Yeah, it was weird to watch you the first time. It seemed like, oh my gosh, this is so easy. Like, Like, so exciting. Like, I just want a baby. Like, I'll do anything. so well. Like, it didn't seem like she was going through all the hormones. Right. the first time around. And it may not be that way for everyone. But I just feel like from, like, an outsider's perspective, I was like, oh, wow, like, you've handled this really well. And then when you try to do it again, I was like, geez, this is like... It was like a 360. A lot on you. Yeah. Yeah. Then you're more empathetic. It's like, okay, like... I'm sorry you have to go through this. Yeah. Like, I don't know. It's I, I definitely had hard. more PTSD the second yeah. time I did it. And I'm just like, I don't watch. know if I can do this emotionally. Like, is it worth it? Right. Did you have any complications with your first pregnancy that may have impacted now that you're trying again? Um, I don't know if necessarily anything like that. I have a funny story. Well, I guess we'll kind of talk about my second egg retrieval because this is when we've yeah. found everything yeah. out but we started doing IVF again to try for another baby and we did an egg retrieval last January and when I went in it's crazy yeah it's already been a year. a year holy cow yeah and when I went in to do my egg retrieval they couldn't find one of my ovaries they couldn't like, find it no Where's and they're, <laughs> yeah they're like maybe it's just hiding in a shadow I'm like can your ovaries o- do not hide in the shadow <laughs> I know they are so I was like can it just disappear they're like no you would know and I'm like okay so as my stems as I'm taking my stems they're like maybe once you're starting to grow follicles on it we'll be able to see it better and every time I go in they would I'm not kidding they would dig and push on my stomach so hard to see if they could like position or like reposition my ovary to find it you're like hello I can feel that yeah that does not feel good so Waldo he, is not over here. <laughs> he's not here. I'm telling you. So, um, my doctor was just like, okay, well, I guess we'll just go into surgery and see if we can find it. If not, like, I guess it's gone. So he was just kind of asking me, like, did anything happen that you can think of? Like, I'm like, did you have any surgeries? Or like, no, no. like I literally had children yeah. and that's it. But then I was thinking back, I'm like, you know what? I was, um, in Colorado for my baby shower. And leading up to that point, I had already said, like, I had a really easy pregnancy. I was never sick. So I get to Colorado and I feel just terrible. I'm like nauseous. And I'm like, of course I'm going to get sick. The weekend of my baby shower, I was 24 weeks pregnant. And I think it was the morning of, I just like start throwing up and I'm like, Oh great. Like, And I just started getting this abdominal pain and it was so, so bad that I was like, maybe I have backed up bowels or something like from traveling. I feel like 
that's kind of something I've dealt with and especially with pregnancy and you know I I am not the queen of drinking water so <laughs> I thought maybe that was the problem and so you know the pain just got worse and worse and I remember I almost didn't even go to my baby shower because the pain was so bad I remember Kenna she literally had to get me dressed because wow. the pain was so bad yeah. I was like I can't even go. You I'm, probably thought it was like round ligament pain or something. Well, you know, she like, was, well. and I was what eighteen. Yeah, I don't know. And I'm like, and you had you have such a high pain tolerance. Yes. So I was like, oh, what is like, happening? I was just shocked. I'm like, maybe I don't pregnancy think, yeah, just I don't sucks. Think like, anybody I don't knew what no was one really happening. knew. Like honestly, we all thought it was constipation. Yeah. And like you know when like you're super backed up in your gas right. pain, mm-hmm. like that's the only thing we could think of. Yeah, you wouldn't think it's. Your ovary, or no, something. no, no. Last thing you'd think about is your ovary. Yeah. All right. So I go to my baby shower. I don't know. By the grace of God, I make it through. I am like totally good. Obviously in pain, but as soon as I'm done, it's like that pain just kicks back up. And I think too, I don't know if it was I like had not eaten anything that day, and then I ate at my baby shower. I don't. I don't know if that made the pain worse. Distraction. Yeah, I don't, I don't like know. I don't know. So I get home from my baby shower and I'm just like doubled over in pain, screaming. I was like wow. in so much pain. My mother-in-law's like, let's get in the car and go to the hospital. <laughs> yeah, hello. She was running red lights because I was like, ah, like. The babies like, are coming. No, it sounded I like didn't she was going to deliver them. I was wow. like sitting next to her. I'm like, yeah. Are we, you okay? And that's the hard thing is I was pregnant with twins. I was a high risk pregnancy. So it's like, we can't risk this. And right. they're IVF babies. We, it took us so long to get them there. We were like, we're and not we're risking this. we're in Colorado. This. None yeah. of our doctors, like her doctors, hospital, like all new things. Yeah. So we get to the hospital. I tell them I'm pregnant with twins. And I don't know if it was, was like. Yeah. I'm so bugged with these nurses. Like I was in. Really? I was yeah. in nursing school. I don't know. Maybe. And I was like, these nurses aren't listening to you. They no, weren't. They weren't. And I was just telling them my pain. And they could probably clearly hear me that I was in pain because I it had it's never been like I've never no. been in that much even delivering the girls. I was It sounds someone having an unmedicated delivery. Yeah. Wow. It was so painful. So did they just strap you up, check the baby's heartbeat, and they're they, like, You're good to go. Yeah, yeah they check the baby's fine. heartbeats and they're like, Oh, your babies are good, so you're good. And I'm like, <laughs> I am not clearly good. <laughs> I am not good. I am like screaming in pain. Yeah. So then they give me like an enema or no, they first gave me like you were in so much pain and we were like, We just need to get this something. under control. Yeah. And they didn't want to give her pain pet pills because I was pregnant it would make yeah because you're pregnant and they don't want to make the baby yourself sleepy no smurfs yeah Yeah. no smurfs allowed and I feel like this was kind of a I don't know they didn't have like a NICU they didn't have like a maternal fetal medicine so I don't think they quite knew what to do with me because I was high risk they were just like like, okay just avoid it and it'll go away yeah (laughs) that's what it felt like they were just like ignore her like we just sat in the room watching you just hurting and we're like where are these nurses they're all like crying because they're like we can't even watch her because she's in so much pain yeah like just give her pain back at this point like regard like you have to control it somehow yeah so So then they gave gave me an enema to see if they I could pass things through and I swear that made my pain worse. So eventually, I don't know if it was my like mother-in-law or, or someone Someone came in and they gave me like morphine. Thank goodness. About yes. time. I was like, and then I was just like, oh. And then she finally could relax. Yeah. It was probably what, a couple of hours? Like two hours. Yeah. yeah. Like us at the hospital. Yeah. And then it just got better and you delivered. So then I came perfect. off yeah. the morphine and it just like went away. <laughs> and we were like. What? What the heck? Like you're like the enema worked. It was yes. the enema and the constipation. Yeah, yeah, it worked. Okay. So then you know we go home. Nothing's <laughs> n- nothing's wrong anymore, and I go on my merry way, and nothing ever happens again. And then fast forward to now when yes. you're doing. Which that is how many years later? Egg? Three, four. Okay. Yeah, four years. It was probably three years later. Three years later. Yeah. To get yep your next IVF. And I was like, hmm, this situation happened. He was like. I bet you got an ovarian torsion and your ovary <gasps> twisted and, and it lost blood supply and died. So, like, <laughs> yes. I'm sorry, would it just still be hanging in there? Yeah, so now it's just dead tissue. It's just shriveled. Yep. Yeah, like a little raisin. No blood but he says right? most people who have an ovarian torsion, it is so painful they have to go have emergency surgery. Wow. 
And I just beasted through it. Yep. And that's when, like, there was no bleeding or anything. Yeah. That's what I'm surprised about. Like, not even any kind of, like, bloody show. Like, yeah. Nothing. Nothing. Yeah. Just Girl. extreme pain. I know. So now you just have one So ovary. now I have one ovary to add everything up on top of it. And now I oh. have one ovary. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. That is wild. But were they able to do a successful egg retrieval? Yep. So okay. the crazy thing is, is my first egg retrieval, they got 13 eggs. And my second one with one ovary, they also got 13. Wow, yeah. that guy was a strong one. Yeah, so he, I think he just kind of upped my doses a little bit and tried to get... I only got three instead of four um, embryos on day five, but I was still happy with that because I'm like, right. well, I only have one ovary now, so yeah, I'm happy with that. So then now, what's the next step? So we, we've done two transfers of IVF since my egg retrieval and neither of them have worked. My last time I did it was in April of 2022. What year is it? 2022. Yeah, so a year ago. Mm-hmm. And after that one didn't work, I needed a break. So I took a break and I was like, I'll start back up in August. And August came and I was like, I'm not ready. Then I was like, okay, October, October came and I wasn't ready. And I was like, I didn't even realize like I couldn't even mentally get there where I wanted to try again so hard yeah so I was like okay I'll wait through the holidays and we'll start back up at the beginning of the year so I was like okay if I'm gonna do this in January like I need to call my doctor this is in December and kind of let him know that I'm thinking about doing it and I don't even know how I ended up on the phone because I didn't do it I swear, I was yeah, like, you're like, I'm calling my doctor, and I was like, oh. I'm scheduling an appointment. I don't know how I got to this point, but I'm here. But I feel like it's a good thing I'm here because otherwise I wouldn't do it. Yeah, right. So I scheduled my work. appointment, and this time I'm actually doing a natural round of IVF, or it's called modified natural. So they they don't put you on as many hormones. Okay. And I was on a lot of hormones this last year. I did my transfer last November. And then in December, I did something called a ERA, which is they go in, they do an endometrial biopsy, and they take tissue from your uterine wall, but they put you on all the hormones leading up to it because they kind of want to test for endometriosis or to make sure your levels are good and where they need to be at time of transfer or if they're transferring on the right day. So I did that in December. And then January, I did my egg retrieval, and then they told me my ERA was inconclusive so I had to do it again so then February I go back on birth control and then they put you on estrogen and when I say they put you on estrogen it's like nine pills a day they just like pumping it in you yeah that's crazy so it's not like a little bit of hormones it's a lot and then you have to inject yourself with progesterone oil which those ones are the ones I was like I felt those because it's in your butt I felt those probably for a year after I had the twins. Because they're wow. thick. Yeah. And they just like create like and it's like literally mils. like, yeah, it's so much. My husband is always like, is there not a better way to do this? Because this is so much. Yeah. Did you give yourself those ones or did yeah. you give yourself the BG <laughs> shots? <laughs> yep. Ventral gluteal. Yep. Yeah. She went. Yep. I did a, a few on her. Kenna did some. My husband okay. did a few, but. Again, so I just miss, hit myself. You can hit your sciatic nerve if you don't go in the right spot. <laughs> yes. I probably have. <laughs> I'm. I don't know. I feel like I'm just yeah. very impressed with that because yeah. that's yeah. a big old needle. Yeah. Girl. Yeah. And I tell the twins, I'm like, okay, come watch, go yeah. learn. Yeah. You're gonna turn them into little nurses. Nurses. Yeah. yeah. I already tell them every day. Yep. I'm like, do you want to be a nurse like Kenna? And they just yep. look at me. <laughs> yeah. So crazy. So then I had to do the ERA again, go on all the hormones, and then. April 1st of last year, I went on all the hormones again to do another transfer. And so after that, I was like, I was on hormones for six months solid. And I, I swear I lost hair. Like I swear I gained weight. I, it was really like hard, especially like not coming out pregnant. It feels just like, Oh, almost a waste. Yeah. It feels like a waste. I, you put through your, your body through so much and there's you know, I feel like it's, it's expensive and yeah, I feel like I'm still now just like recovering from all yeah. the hormones. And I said that to you. I was like, I feel like you finally are like back to yeah. yourself. Yeah. And I'm like, I work out, but I feel like nothing was like doing it, doing it. And the crazy thing is, is I noticed a lot of it like in my waist and where I was injecting my progesterone. So this time That's I was so like, I'm not going to go on any hormones. And I had heard people say they had done modified natural words. It's 
a lot lower dose of hormones. Okay. And I actually don't even know what it entails because I haven't done it yet. Right. But I just know that I don't have to do what I did. So I'm like, okay. Mentally, that's nice. Yeah. Yes. Mentally, and I think, nice. too, because it hasn't worked, I'm just like, let's try something new. Right. Yeah. And I, I've been on pages, like, where people are like, yeah, it, I tried all the medicated routes, and then I finally went natural, and it worked. So, mm. yeah, we are supposed to do a transfer, like, this probably this last week we were supposed to do a transfer but when I went in for my um they did a saline sonogram where they go in and they put water up into your uterus they found a growth so now I have to have surgery on Wednesday it'll be yeah the day this is coming out I'll be in surgery on Wednesday yep Jordan do you have is mom taking care of you do you have I don't know. I just, I told mom, I was like, I either need you to babysit or to take me because I'll be put under. So obviously can't drive, but I think they think mm. it's a polyp. So, okay. But I've never had one before. So it's kind of like came out of the blue. Well, I guess we'll have to have you back after. I know. Yeah, and see how it goes. Yeah. Once yeah. you're pregnant. I know. So then they told me, they're like, we can just get right into your next IVF cycle after that. But I don't really know that time frame. I don't know if it's like two weeks later yeah. or like within the next month month later yeah so we'll see yay i know oh my gosh so that's my journey i know wow. it's like crazy Extensive. it was so great listening though and i think it will help a lot of people just feel less alone yeah. if they are in the beginning stages of it if they're in the middle of it or if they've gone through it themselves it's nice yeah. hearing personal stories of people who have also gone through this hard thing and that's the hard thing is you feel so alone, even though you know so many, and especially nowadays, so many people so many have people. to go through this. And it's yeah. just like, you know, you question yourself, like, what are, what is happening that, you know, so many people can't get pregnant? Like, yeah. Something's and in the water. There, there is. And I just listened to your gut. I feel like you guys, like, listen, you're intuitive to, like, what was going on. Yeah. And I even said this, I think, last week. Like, people wait a really long time to get fertility help, which mm-hmm. they recommend but like, if you have a gut feeling that something's wrong, like yeah. it does not hurt. Just to get, go it checked get out. things That's checked out. That's the hard out. thing because most doctors are like, you have to like try for a year. Yeah, and I'm like, that is a long time. No, yeah. To try if your gut feeling is telling you there's something. Yeah, off, even you know? if you have to tell them that you're not trying for fertility reasons and you just want to get your hormones checked. Yeah, I yeah. mean they can't deny that. No, if and you feel like there's a hormone imbalance. Give you a lot of answers. Yes. Yeah. in itself. And there's I your think, loophole. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I think if you have irregular irregular periods or if you know you have endometriosis, those are all things that I think the doctors obviously take seriously yeah. and they would Definitely. see you sooner than a year. But. Yes. Definitely. Well, Jordan, thank you so much I for know. coming on. Yeah. Thanks You're for awesome. having me. Yeah. Let's have you again. That was so funny. I know. I'm like a third person and like you just did all the talking. <laughs> it was awesome. Well, I feel like I learned so much just from you. So yeah. thank you. Good. So I'm much. glad. Yeah. She's the pro on IVF. So thank you. Yeah, I don't know about that, but no. we'll have you, you back are. actually okay. when you get pregnant, and yes. we'll kind of do a part two. So everybody, stay tuned. Give you yes. a happy update. Yes, a happy ending to this. Yep. Well, thank you, you guys. Thank you. Have a good week, and we will see you next time. Yep, and we love you, and we're your friendly neighborhood, neighborhood nurses. nurses. See ya. Please follow our Instagram K and K Cosmetics for behind the scenes of our lives as women's health nurses and cosmetic injectors. You can see our weekly topics and story submissions through our Instagram, so check it out. We also would love if you would rate and review this podcast on Apple and Spotify so we can keep giving you optimal content that keeps you coming back. We love you guys. Thanks so much.